Hey, there we go. That's that handsome face I want to see, bro. What's up? What's up? Oh, my fault. <laughs> I have a little stand up in my front room. I have my backpack. I was like trying to sit against my backpack. Hey, my guy gone. My guy gone is in the building. Yes, sir. Bro, so you just gone went to Florida. Radio. Say what? Gone on new radio. Thanks for having me. Oh, God. Hey. Gone on new radio, Hi, bro. Thanks for coming. Hey, yeah, for sure, for sure. Bro, I met this guy. Um, I was sitting making music in front of his in front of a restaurant. He's like, "Hey, bro, you you make music?" Yeah, <laughs> that shit was crazy. That's crazy. It was really <laughs> awesome. Like, I feel like you link with the coolest people in the most random circumstances. Like, I know we were just friends on Snapchat, and I kind of like I try to tap in with everyone on Snapchat because it's like there is a big uh, creative community, but really people are kind of like doing their own thing in their own lane. And it's just like, Mm -hmm. really we could like build a team together and everyone could, you know, help each other where they need help. So Mm -hmm. yeah, we like locked in somehow on Snapchat and he was like, yo, let's make some music together. And I was like, sure. And then my boy Seraph came through too. And then in the car, we stayed up till like 4am and like, it was really, really cool. That shit was hard as hell. Bro, um, we gotta get back in the studio again. Talking about that shit, I got a, I got a beat for you, bro. Okay. It's called Dick Juice, bro. It's called Dick Juice. And I want you to scream on that shit. You should be happy, bro. Every bro, all you know how all metal shit be named weird ass shit, bro. Dick yeah. Juice, bro. Hey, let's do it, man. Dick hey, juice. I got him on the screamo stuff. We're we're freestyling, bro. Sorry, it turned up on the screamo stuff. It was cool. It was cool, man. Yeah. And uh, I wanted to ask: Can you tell the story about how you came to Tennessee and how you were like down bad and through like through good grace that you came up type shit a little bit? Uh, no, nah, bro. I'll share, I'll share that a little bit because, like, on my platform, I don't really like to, like, talk about how I got here, but just kind of, like, give thanks to everyone who's, like, supporting me. Yeah. But, um, yeah, pretty much what it was, man. When I was in Florida, I used to work in a restaurant for, like, five years. You know, it was, like, barely getting by. And um, a couple friends and I put together, and we got a little house in Orlando. So Orlando's a little bit more expensive than Sanford, so we're, like, we're leveling up and everything. Then the pandemic hit, and uh, one of my roommates, he has a breathing issue. So he was just like, hey, can you guys, like, not go to work for six months? And pretty much we all went broke. And then pretty much when I was like, hey, bro, like, I kind of got to, like, get back to getting money. Which, like, it was a blessing in disguise because during the pandemic, that was when I started doing freelance artwork more. And it started, like, it gave me that push to start believing in myself and, like, getting money on beats and, like, you know, making clothes and stuff. Yeah. But... Pretty much, they kind of, like, took it the wrong way when I asked if I can go back to work. And they was just like, yeah, bro, we want you to move out. So yeah. I was kind of, like, down bad. It was so crazy because when I was in elementary school, I used to be a pure mentor. The kid that I mentored views me like a big bro. So he locked in with me on SoundCloud. He found one of my old songs on SoundCloud. And I got the mobile version, so you can't see your messages. I got on my computer one day. I seen a message from him from way back. And he was like... Yo, Paul, it's RJ. Shout out RJ, that's my dog. Mm-hmm. But uh, he was like, yo, what's up, bro? Like, I, you're my mentor. I love your music and everything. And I was like, he's like, what's up? And I was like, bro, I can't lie. Like, I'm about to be, like, living out my car. Like, my friends kind of folded on me and everything. And he was like, bro, it ain't much, but you can come, like, sleep on the air mattress on my floor, like, with me and my mom type thing. 
and they was living like you know like section eight type of thing so literally had to humble myself you know take a step back and do that for a little bit and then it kind of was like a step back for two steps forward because my friend uh happened to get a house up here and he was like yo bro do you just want to come to tennessee like you know let's like step out of our comfort zone and i was just like you know what that might be what i need right now so I only took what I could fit in my car, and I was just like, I guess I'm going to move to Chattanooga and, you know, see what's up out there. And, like, you know, no expectations at all. Just, like, you know, it could be something new, but let's see what's in store for me. And then end up being, like, exactly what I needed at the time. So, like. That's wow. Yeah, it's like everything happens how it's supposed to be. But then I met Seraph out here, and I met some really cool artists out here. So, it's like now I've just been expanding my, my network a little bit more. But. When I show up back home, it's all love stuff, so it's cool, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I kind of feel like that's, that's how it's cool. supposed to be because, you know, sometimes, at least on a local level, people kind of don't support you because we kind of get this notion that only one person can make it out. Make it out, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, everyone's like, I'm going to make it out, I'm going to make it out. But it's like when we work together, we can create a network and we can make a platform for everyone. That's why I think it's cool that y'all have – your podcast and everything because it's like yeah. everyone eating together that's how it should be instead of yeah. someone being like no nah, i do this no one else could do this you know yeah 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 and then it also brings yeah. i'll go for it joy no i was just saying it was about the support like like you said it's a community and it's a community like all over every spectrum every region every place so like you support us, we support you, and by supporting each other, we grow. You know what I mean? So I was just saying exactly. Yeah. Um, I resonate with that. But go ahead, JoJo. It, like sometimes you do make an art that all right, this is unique to you, and you can't. It's really hard to implement other people. However, with a podcast or with a community-driven project, they can be put in the spotlight, and everyone can be put in the spotlight together. And it can build a, it build a, as you said, build a community, a special community, and that's what I, that's what I love about you, bro. Because when I first, when we first was in the studio session, we were talking about community and how um, we want to link with like a lot of artists and have just different hubs and different places just to go and like play shows and just ch- ch- chop it up and just be, be artists and. Um, yeah. That's just crazy. Well, for me, uh, that's my whole brand. It's called Much Love Worldwide. So, like, it stamped on me. Like, I feel like I have to embody that. But sometimes that missing link is all people need. Like, when I chill with you, you were like, you know, I haven't really, like, I'm still putting it together and everything. But when you were showing me your beats and we're freestyle, I'm like, bro, he's got it. Like, I'm just like, I'm like, bro, like, all you have to do is link you with Sarah and we're going to make a beat and, like, literally freestyle a song right now. And, like, bro, to be honest, I didn't even go to sleep that night, bro. Like, I was literally listening to the voice memos. We literally didn't have a mic, so we recorded a track on voice memos in the car. Oh, that's the It's so fire. I'm literally, like, like, all night. (laughs) But, like, I feel like that's how it's supposed to be because, like, honestly – there's a lot of creatives and you know like we move with passion but there's a lot of people who move by greed yeah. so like promoters and stuff they kind of want to sell you a dream to be like yeah bro you want to play a show yeah you want to do this do that yeah like, they take advantage of the creative especially younger people so it's for us like we're building like a a hub off of good intention like yeah, yeah we all want to shine together yeah we all have the same passion but for me like 
my joy is from seeing my my people shine like seeing everyone that like just talking to you us connecting and be like yeah we're both doing it for the right reasons so it's like yeah bro if i can line it up so we can start doing shows and everything i feel like that's me doing my part and i thought of this little saying the other day it's like i just planted the seed that fed the whole village and it's mm-hmm. like that's how it should be you know like yeah. if you have it in your power for me to just be like yo shout out jojo like shout out new radio and then everyone and that's what it takes for y'all to prosper i feel like i did my part you know yo much love but uh that's that's the kind of two sides of the coin like for me though because uh much love is one of my brands that's like what i first started with yeah but then bond is like the other thing so like for me like i always think about you know like the human condition how we are like we have like two sides you know we have like kind of like the part of us that's like our god self that we want to do the best we want to help out people but yeah. we also have that like darkness to us like that call to the void you know people yeah. depression and everything so for me i try to like embody the two sides of the coin where it's just like much love is my best self and then gone is like me exploring like the darkness of like the human mental you know and like yeah. kind of like the call to the void how right now it's kind of like a crisis with like the pandemic going on and everything a lot of people like been getting down bad and their mental health like suicide rate is up type of thing so for me it's kind of like how can i express this in a way that like people can understand but without kind of like publicizing in a way where sometimes i feel like things become trends and then become exploited and then it's not really for the right cause anymore yeah what it should be yeah exactly how important is that like split like like that balance for you in your art well for me it's like it's really important to me because like, you know, I kind of have the image like of an artist, but I kind of promote my artwork only because I don't want people to like, I don't want to get famous just because someone's like, I like your tattoos. I yeah. want people to really like understand my cause and be like, this is why I'm making art. This is my motivation. You know, this is my goal, you know, but yeah. I guess you got to kind of play it in both ways because like, you know, when I started to do the freelance art, I was just like, kind of feel like I was selling out because I'm like now I gotta actually do this from the business ends of it but the more business it becomes the less about passion it becomes you know it's kind of like a trade you know and it's like that's why I kind of like step back from that like I was taking commissions for the longest but I still work a little nine to five so I don't really have to like pressure like selling my artwork because it feels weird like selling yourself you know yeah no I bro I completely relate to that I've been going through that lately and I recently as recent as today, honestly, got back to like working on beats just because I like working on shit, not like because I got to drop something and it has to gain this many amount of streams and shit. So I'm like, I'm relating to you on another level right now, brother. Yeah, exactly, bro. <laughs> like, I kind of feel like we all linked up for like a reason. It's like the right time, right place, right people. Yeah. But like, I feel like that's the great thing about like the creative community is like we also learn from each other every day. Like, Every day is about, like, what I, what I can learn, how I can grow yeah. as an individual. But, like, for me, it's, like, if the lessons I've learned from, like, the struggles I've endured can help other artists, like, believe in themselves and, like, find their calling, then it's, like, you know, it's all worth it. Yeah. That's, but that's it right there. It's, like, we want to make money off of our artwork, but we don't want to, like, become a product and sell ourselves. Because, you know, like, these days I feel like sometimes the thing that is, like, the person who's most talented, you know, making the best stuff from passion isn't getting the same amount of revenue and attention as someone who's like kind of crashing out or doing something just for 
attention, you know? Yeah. Cause like now like the focus has changed from like in person to like we spend more time on the internet now, you know? Yeah. I think a big thing with it is just like and not to cut you off, I mean oh, that's good. But yeah, I think a big thing with it is just like how social media makes everyone like it prioritizes people who like post regularly and like are on it constantly. So artists feel that pressure of like I have to release this much stuff or I have to do this much to be in the algorithm so people will notice my work. And so I like I'm just relating to what you're saying, bro. But like you said. Exactly. And it's crazy. To be honest, I'm still trying to like figure it out because you know, the algorithm and everything, like you can get on the bad side of the algorithm where if you were just like artists, I feel like it's important for us to take little breaks from mental health, you know, like yeah. you can't really press yourself to be like, I need to drop three beats every week. And then, you know, you're going through it or like a real life situation. And, you know, you might sacrifice your quality to be on time for a deadline. And it's like, that's when it starts to become stressful and it's not fun anymore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's like, this is supposed to be our release. Like, this is how we deal with what we're going through. Like, for me, that was kind of when I like discovered music. I used to play guitar a lot just for fun, but I started making beats and it was like, I was kind of like in like a depressive headspace. And like, you know, sometimes in like, in our world, it's hard to express yourself because we have so much access to information that like, we're like reading through things and like, we don't really connect with people anymore, you know? It's just, everything's just kind of like passing us by. So it's just like, how can you like express yourself and do with like what you're doing, like what you're going through in a way that's not like self-harm or like, you know, like a lot of people turn to drugs and like alcohol and type of thing, you know? So for me, it's the music. So do you be watching animes and shit? Yeah. Okay. What you be fucking with? Well, I fuck with a lot of throwback shit. Like I was talking to JoJo about it. Like I fuck with Yu Yu Hakusho. And, like One yeah. Piece. Uh, I like Demon Slayer. The new shit is pretty cool. Like yeah. with everything. Honestly, my homie Rashad be putting me on everything. So when we just chill, he was like, "You gotta watch when I'm reincarnated as a slime. You gotta watch like." <laughs> Yo, just yeah, yeah. That's a fine show. Sorry. Yeah. It's cool. Anime, bro, I fuck with anime so much, but sometimes, like, the little fan service should be getting kind of weird. Like, I'm quick yeah. to just, like, shit off. Like, I don't know. Like, <laughs> That's yeah, why weird. High School of the Dead, bro. It gets, it gets intense. High School of the Dead is fire, bro. The zombies and shit, bro. I love zombie shit. Yeah. But, like, going back to what you're saying about fan service, that's why I really like, one, I like 90s anime because of the art style. I love the hand-drawn shit. But also, there's not a lot of fan service. There is some fan service, but it's not really, like, over the top like how it is today. Yeah, for sure. It's crazy. It's because they know a lot of, sh- like, a lot of shonens are aimed towards, like, like 13 to, like, 18-year-olds. And so, like, 
they know like niggas is horny type shit essentially. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Fanny <laughs> shot. Type <laughs> shit. Type <laughs> <laughs> shit. Why you just out little kids hey. all over the world? Hey, I was one of those kids. You was doing your meat to anime. Weird shit. Someone comes in. Like, oh God. You watch it. It'll be like action. They'll be like fighting this shit, and then all of a sudden, someone's mom walks in, and then it's just like going straight to the weird shit, and they're like. What y'all watching? Like, <laughs> oh god, on that RDC world shit, bro. My mom was having me stop watching anime because of that shit. Your mom watches anime? No, she had me stop watching anime because she like walked in the room when I was watching that shit, and it was like, <laughs> like scenes where it's like I can explain, I can explain <laughs> shit. And I was like, bro, I'm not on that shit. I'm not on no hentai shit. This is just fire show. Parental block. <laughs> So you should. I didn't know anime that, had like that. Yeah, it just it depends on the show. Yeah. They have a whole entire genre called hentai, bro. It's called hentai means pervert in Japanese. Yeah, I know what but, hentai is. Yeah, that hentai it's shit, bro. Oh, really, Joy? How do you know what hentai is? <laughs> uh oh, uh oh. Rule thirty four. <laughs> Rule thirty four. What you be looking up? I, I don't be looking up. I just be scrolling past. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> hey, so what do y'all think about the creators of hentai? Like, do you think they're just like getting their bag and like finding their network, or do you think they're like on some weirdo shit too? I think it both. depends on what you want to do, bro. Like, I don't think it's weird as long as as long as it's as long as you're not doing that shit in real life. Well, certain like, shit. What, certain I guess shit. they just created and then masturbate to it and then let the world do what they got to do to it too. <laughs> Yeah, because like anime is growing so it's like, community will gravitate towards it. Yeah, no, everyone has their thing. Like it's a big world. Everyone has their thing, you know. Yeah, yeah. No, I can't imagine somebody for doing that though. Bag. Why not get the yeah. bag? Uh, Internet money. Internet money, right? Crazy, right. and it, and then also in Japan, like a lot of a lot of a lot of that shit because of the culture is very repressed. You can't really. Like anything out of the ordinary is kind of like, all right, bro. Like you need to chill the fuck out. Yeah. Unlike, unlike unlike the U.S., so you gotta get that get that shit out somehow, bro. You know? Hey, is that the place where I heard like on like the porno side of it that like they'll be like blurring stuff out, like they don't yeah. even, like they don't even show your Jones like that. Yeah. yeah, that's the reason why tentacle porn is a thing. It's because um, tentacles is not a penis. So you can show that. Uh, I didn't even think about that. That's crazy, bro. Yeah. Do, like if you watch, um, if you watch Japanese porn, they show do blurring that be blurring that shit out. And I, that shit as a like teenager, that shit used to piss me off, bro. They used to piss me the fuck off, bro. Be like, God damn, bro. Let me see it, nigga. so you don't prefer like when i was a kid i used to watch softcore like there was this thing uh there's this book there was this book called zane sex chronicles it's like a black book and they had like a show they had a show with softcore porn and it didn't i didn't mind that like they didn't show the penis or any of that shit i was like oh like the sensual the sensualness the music playing yeah like i was like oh that's fire that's fire shit (laughs) It's a vibe. It's a vibe. That's what everyone wants to hear a man say, Jojo. Good job. Oh, thank you.
Nah, bro. I can't go on court shit, bro. No. Watch my court Fuck all that shit. All the boundaries. I hope y'all don't be trying that stuff. Like, leave it on the screen now. Wait, what are you saying? Or if you try it, you know, do you, I guess. As long as it's consensual. Yeah. I feel like girls say, like, They'd be like, I want it so hard and this, this, and this. And, like, they're not about that shit. And you're like, bro, all you have to do is just tell me, like. Yeah. Yeah, you don't have to say that shit. I don't give a fuck about that. But I think it's also because, too, like, porn has kind of changed how we look at the action as a whole. Like, Mm -hmm. now you, like, it's supposed to be more intense than intimate. Mm-hmm. So I think sometimes girls lie about the intensity because they still want you to have that intimate portion. And if they match you on intense, you'll match them on intimate. Yeah. But it never works out that way because with more intensiveness, you lose intimacy. Yeah. You start with that intimacy. Like you got to build up to that. And then like you could have, intimacy and then it get intense but you can't start with that intensity and expect intimacy because you lose it you know what i mean mm. yeah. people don't have the stamina for that either i disagree <laughs> no. no i disagree only because i think intensity can be a form of intimacy and i the reason why i say that is because <laughs> not to get into my adventures but like <laughs> whenever whenever I like was like smashing a girl intensely that I remember fondly, she was like she considered that her intimacy because she was like, She don't want that pussy shit. She don't want that soft, slow shit. And I was like, Damn, you like that, you big body? And she was like, She was you should big body. So <laughs> so I say that to say no, like on a serious note. I say that to say like I feel like the intimacy just depends on the like the relationship with the two people who are engaging in the, you know, in the intercourse. Because mm-hmm. she's yeah, yeah, that's all I was saying. That's all I was saying. That's all I would have thought. Everybody yeah. is different. So there was always going to be outliers, I feel like. Yeah, because, exactly. Yeah, some, some people are really into it. And some people will go further than you are willing to go. So, exactly. yeah, there are some people who are like, BDSM, let's get it. Spank me. And then there's some like mm, just rub me. Yeah. Well, that's why I feel like we should like become comfortable with like discussing with our partner like your boundaries and like your needs, mm-hmm. you know? And like because like, you know, for me, like I come from like an all woman household, so I got three sisters. So like, you know, just growing up with them and them having like these little buddies and everything. For women, I feel like the mental is more like they want to please their man to keep their man happy and yeah. everything. And for us, like, you know, sometimes we have that one track mind of, like, I'm just trying to get there type of thing. So, yeah. So it's Drop like. Gems, then. Yeah. So sometimes, like, at least for me, like, personally, like, as an adult, like, I just kind of have that discussion. Like, what do you like? Like, let's mm-hmm. let's please you. Like, let's both get what we want out of this instead of, like, someone leaving here feeling like, you know, they didn't get what they wanted, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. consent without a conversation. Yeah. Exactly. And it's like now the I feel like the hookup culture is more popping than anything now. So it's just like outside of a relationship type of thing, you know, you got to kind of like understand your different partners. Like, you know, what are your needs? Like some mm-hmm. people like 
I've been with people who are like, you know, choke me out. I'm about to faint type shit, like safe word type thing. But some people want that bump and grind. You know, we're going to put on the pleasure P, all that. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I understand. I feel like I understand why hookup culture is the way that it is. And I feel like it feeds off the same ideas like fast food. It's like fast food, you don't have to work for fast food. You just go and get fast food and you eat it. But like the same thing with hookup culture, you don't have to work for a relationship and like do all the work to get to like just fucking you just fuck but it, people are starting to realize well anyways i don't know about people but i realize like that shit just like fast food is like after you eat fast food for a long time you see how it affects you like like your body and shit and you see like this is not good for me and so in the same way in hookup culture when you start just getting hella bodies and shit you start realizing like bro this isn't being like all the energy i'm getting from all these different people that i'm messing with is like fucking with my energy and throwing like me yeah throw me hey, off. type shit is throwing me off so yeah bro like that shit that's anyway that's my little shit that i realized but yeah I, I think everybody has to realize that for themselves too like you gotta stop and be like okay i gotta this is what i like and this is how i have to express myself to people i'm gonna be moving with forward sexually and you only have to have that conversation once because you're only gonna well i won't say once but you only gotta have it with someone you're sexual with so it it shouldn't be something we shy away from i wish honestly women would open up the conversation more because um like i think well for me like nick said we can't talk for everybody but for me like i feel like you're right. Women do want to please their man to keep their man. So because that is their desire, sometimes they don't say, okay, I don't want to do this because it's not my personal desire, but I think you want to do it. So I'm going to do it for you. And if we would just speak up and say, no, that's not what we want to do. The man can be like, okay, we don't have to do that. Or can be like, well, can we, you know, it, it's a give or take because like you said, you both want to come out of that feeling like tired and sleepy and you like, you just with yeah. you know what I mean? Like, I need a it's cigarette a- after this kind of love. So like, <laughs> you got to have a conversation. Yeah. And from my perspective, I feel like, you know, kind of like the man's duty in the bedroom is to like satisfy your partner because like you know like we're usually going for whatever but like for a girl it's like the girl's choosing you as a partner so it's like kind of your duty to like make sure she's getting what she wants out of this and it's like but i also view sex as a different thing like i view it more as like a spiritual bonding so like like you were saying like honestly like catching hella bodies and everything and fucking with people with the wrong intention I feel like it's going to kind of throw you off because you're mixing like all these things that ain't supposed to be mixed. But like mm-hmm. when you can come from a place of just honesty, like even on like the hookup thing where it's like not the deception of like, yeah, I'm trying to wipe you. Yeah. I'm trying to do this and that. But really like, you know, we both have needs that we're trying to meet. Like everyone's adults. We're busy. You know, I'm trying to plug mm-hmm. you in on the weekend, but like, let's both get what we're looking for and recharge, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Charlie, any thoughts? <laughs> I have a question. I have a quick question. Like so, <laughs> so tying in, tying in what we were talking about earlier about starting a OnlyFans and doing that. How does that tie into what you just said? As in, I want to make sure that things are still intimate, still, 
still having both parties pleasured and having that spiritual connection because how I see it is if you have a team of girls on OnlyFans and doing those types of things, mm-hmm. um, you're giving all you're giving a spiritual bond to all those women on that OnlyFans. Therefore, you're taking a part of them, and then you're and then you're and then also you're posting that on online, so for everyone else to see. Mm-hmm. So how can those two ideas correlate together? It's just like establishing the boundary of what everyone's comfortable with you know like if it's just like this is me and you and we're doing something and we're just posting online we never watch it and this just happens to get us money then that's cool but like having everyone on like the same page where it's just like yes we do have different partners yes (coughs) our own connection so like making sure everyone's comfortable with it because like i wouldn't want to like push it in that direction where it's just like if we hook up, it has to be on the OnlyFans. And so I'm being like, I want to fuck with you, so I guess I'm going to say this is okay. But, like, yeah. these days, you know, things are kind of changing where, like, the internet is, like, an endless realm. So it's, like, something could be on the internet and you kind of forget about it. Like, if you posted something on YouTube, like, seven years ago, you'd be like, dang, I saw that video on YouTube. You know, if you're not, like, actively, like, thinking about it. But sometimes I feel like things occupy our headspace a little bit. So we allow it to, like, control our mental, you know, to be like, damn, I'm on OnlyFans. I feel ashamed or, like, what if my dad sees it or something, you know? Mm-hmm. But, like, it's just, like, a, <laughs> the, the transparency and communication with all of your partners to be like, yes, like, there are, like, three different people. And, like, yes, we might have a little rotation. And if y'all are cool with each other and y'all are cool with me, then, like, we could do this together. Yeah. But that's kind of why I haven't, like, took that step to actually, like, create it. Because, like, I'm just kind of, like, trying to iron out the details because, like, I know sometimes, like, on another tip, like, you can kind of get, like, blacklisted for having OnlyFans or, like, doing, like, or type of thing, you know? Mm-hmm. Where, like, if you go to apply for a job, they're going to do the whole research on you and be like, oh, no, you do sex work. Like, we think of you different now. And it's just, like, really, it's, like, your body is just a part of you. It's your vessel, you know? Like, sex is an art, you know? So it's, like, really what you do outside of work is your own business, you know? No matter what it is. Stop playing with some niggas on some trap shit. Some niggas with some jumpers if they pull up, got no amni on some white. It's like Christmas if I rap shit. This shit a gift is blessed to me like death to me. I get on stage and I rap shit. But it's funny how you like bitch. Five niggas in the what y'all got two hammers, so I know I catch a hat quick. Had to adapt quick. Niggas knowing me they hand out, but I won't shake a hand and I won't give a damn shit. Courtesy of niggas who ain't had shit. That wrote a little longer when you be you, cause you ain't never got an act shit. I flip the script and made them dip like sauce or some max shit. I double back and double back. That's double back shit. Two niggas stabbed me in my back. I felt the double back. What shit I felt it in my spine is reaping through my back quick This shit is tatted on me, Slim Reaper, that's the map, bitch I'm feeling hurt my cheek, but Donald, that shit on your Mac, bitch Slide with a Mac, bitch I got the cheese, I set them up and rap about it Put that shit up in the track list I feelin' like a rap disc, but niggas never outside We gon' feel this dummy ass, it's like a Mac quiz Back the fuck up, I got a scene on some act shit Back the fuck up, this official, you can't tap this Back the fuck up, this a chain, bet I'll snatch this Back the fuck up, it's runs, nigga, you can't match this Open up his head, it's well done like it's a steak in him I'm the last nigga when they made me, they start making them. Medium real niggas can't cook me if they baking them. Can't play with him, another nigga try me that I'm facing them. Stepping on a pedestal, my demons, yeah, I'm facing them. Nigga tried to run from me, he thought that I was racing them. But now I got that land, so if I catch him, I'm erasing them. Your old nigga broke, shorty, I can come replacing him. Dig the dirt up and stuff him in, and that's a place for him. My brother, like an iPhone, they tryna put a case on him. This place with them flash, light him up like it was waking him. I'm the top nigga, top up, but it's a place for him. Why would I trip, nigga? Why would I drip? Why would I slide for a nigga who ain't on shit? Why would I die for a nigga who a bitch? Why would I lie to 
truth coming out my lips Why, cause when I find the truth coming out this clip Why, cause you another flying nigga who on dick All niggas hit my dick, man, then they thought the lips When we went on that two man, we was alone in the lift Bitch flying, so I know to get her sister after this Another tip coming, punch lines too legit Run this bitch back and go and catch him after this The members in the building, we ain't stepping off the shit I have a good question for Joy. So, so we have that. I like I. I see that point, but wouldn't it, wouldn't it be like? Would it be like facetious to say like a like? Men, like men, are kind of maybe hardwired to just do bullshit, kind of like that bullshit of like going girl to girl to girl to girl to girl. Oh yeah. And that's the reason why. That's the reason why it's kind of like. But that's different for me though, because I don't do that shit. I don't do that no, shit. Oh, don't don't pause in the middle of your point to say that because everyone except for me, you know. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like I don't do that. I don't do that shit. So I kind of I don't I just disprove my point because I don't do that shit. But I got moral reasons why I don't do that shit. And also I care about people, and that's why I don't do that. I shit. feel like women be on bullshit too. Yeah, women be on bullshit too. I can agree with that. Y'all be on crazy bullshit. Y'all be on the same Explain. shit. Explain. Do you, do, you, do you desire to get your nut off? Yes. Then you on the same. Then you're on the same shit. But okay, True. that goes to the whole point. You're on the same mutual moment. You not want your girl to have a mutual moment. You don't want your girl to get her nut off. What you mean? We a mutual moment? What are you talking okay, about? so. But girls are ho- girls are pimps too, bro. Like we said, like we were talking about earlier, girls are pimps. Dudes are pimps. But girls, girls be having side hoes. Men be having side hoes. Huh? Girl pimps gonna get your nut off for the most part, unless it take you a long time. Yeah, yo, let Girl me tap in on know this. How to pimp you through sex? You gonna I get yours? Like, I feel like in our mind, like that girls are fast because girls aren't often getting satisfied. Like, bro, you'd be surprised, like how many girls that, like you know, you talk to and you like really get in that zone with, and they'll be like, a guy has never given me an orgasm. Yeah, yeah, I've never been satisfied with sex. And, like, to go with how everyone's fast these days, it's because I feel like hurt people hurt people. So it's right. like mm. a girl gets dogged by a guy. So she was like, all right, I'm going to move like y'all. I'm going to start, like, True. dogging everyone. And then it's the good guy that gets hurt mm-hmm. by the girl that's been hurt. So then we're like, dang, this is how you're yeah. moving now? But I'm I think like this. But I think it still comes to, like, it comes to, like, who yeah, you are, though. Like your example can be applied to me in a certain in certain ways, so um, I would say that it, it it depends on the person and if you want to if you want to do how how others treat you or just keep on moving the way you be moving, yeah. And you have to make that decision for yourself. And if you you can't let someone else change you from who you are, and that's something that Charlie taught me as well. But um, well, because every single time I. Oh, go for it. But also, too, that comes from experiencing growth. So even though you could attain and get to that point mentally, it's because you have gone through some stuff, been the pimp, been the hoe, whatever you needed to do to understand that. 
Does that make sense? Yeah, but I don't even think you need to be the pimp to do that shit, though. I said the pimp or the hoe. Ah, for sure. In whichever lane you were in. Because some hoes have just been hoes. Some hoes Mm -hmm. become pimps. Some pimps get hoed. Slipping pimps get hoed. I feel like God damn joy with the whole the whole ology, bro. Joy with the whole ology, bro. Joy with the whole ology. I feel like you know, like it's important to dig deeper into like people's mental process of like how we're like trying to satisfy ourselves. Like someone's like going through something, they're like trying to be intimate to like get out of that zone. You know, like. Let's say, like, someone's going through, like, a depressive episode and they feel like, all right, I'm going to go on a fast lane and, you know, try to fuck with everyone because I'm trying to fill that void in myself. Yeah. We got to kind of, like, analyze the people that we're around and be like, why do we do what we do, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. That's but important like, as hell. And that means that... really breaks it all down, yeah, though, too. like... Go ahead, I'm sorry. Oh, I was just saying, like, I feel like communicating with your partners is, like, the most important thing because... When we create these unrealistic expectations, that's when people get hurt, you know, to be like, oh, like, I'm fucking with you. You're going to be my boyfriend. And then, like, all of a sudden you ghost them and then you can be like, what did I do wrong? And then everything's wrong. But if it's really like, yo, I got my needs, like, I fuck with you as a person, like, we can have this. But, you know, like, just like communicating it and being transparent with your intentions is how you avoid people getting hurt. Because, you know, like. With me, like, not being from here and, like, moving up here, like, I have a lot of stuff going on, so I'm not looking for a relationship, but I just communicate that with my partners, like, you know, I'm looking for, like, a sexual type of relationship or, like, a friendship, and, like, you know, if that's not what you want, then I understand, and we can stop right here, rather than trying to, like, paint the picture you want to see and being like, nah, I could be your man, I'll be your kids, I'll be your husband, and it's like, you know, that's when people get hurt if I just hit and quit after I said I was going to be your man type of thing, you know? And I think, too, to get to that point of, like, relational conversation, it has to be met with some compassion, too. I think you as a person are compassionate and you care about the other person and their feelings, no matter how many partners there are, right? Like, compassion isn't just something that you reserve for one person. You can be compassionate to everyone. So, like, um, and I think that goes with, like, with JoJo as a person, too. You are a compassionate, caring person. So, like... You have to have some level of consideration and caring towards the other person in order to get like that. But the way of the world now is, like you said, hurt people hurt people and hurt people lack compassion, right? Because they've been hurt too many times. So how do we restore that level of compassion in people? Because like, without that, we can't really move forward, but we're kind of at a stalemate because we know we don't have that. But we don't want to supply that without getting our feelings hurt, and then exactly. the cycle of hurt people hurt people. Well, I, I think. Feel like, oh, you right. first. Okay, for sure. Um, I was gonna say I think niggas got to be brave. Like niggas got to be brave, bro. Like at the end of the day, until somebody takes that first step and be vulnerable, it's like we can't make any progress until somebody does that. And yeah. I know that's um, I know that's like like kind of like an obvious answer, but I feel like a lot of the hardest questions have obvious answers because it's like, we know, like you were saying, we know what the problem is. Nobody is just willing to go out and be like, all right, I'm going to let my guard down. I'm going to be genuine with you. I'm going to actually be vulnerable and actually like let you know like what it is because like you said, hurt people hurt people. So people have been hurt in the past. And so everybody's holding that like 
in their mindset. But like I said, I think you just got to be brave. And that's what I've been trying to do lately. It's just like move with the intention of like, I'm going to be compassionate, but I'm also going to be assertive and like my demands for a relationship. Because the thing that has been really clear to me lately is just like, you can make your life, like you can ask for what you want. And so if you're not asking and setting up these boundaries with someone and letting them know, like, this is how I would conduct like a relationship with you, then how are they to know type shit? So that's my. Penetrating souls, got us hopping over obstacles, I suppose You keep your eye up on the destination, got us shit yourself in the face Cameron, what's Yo, up, man? What are we lit. doing? What are we're we doing? We're skydiving, man. We're going to go skydiving right now today. In this very moment, we're going skydiving. And this yes, is your sir. crazy idea? Yes, my crazy-ass idea. I'm shooting a music video right now. This is that. It's out right now. Apple Music, Spotify, everywhere. Go get it. This is that by your boy, yours truly, C-Funk. With a Q to Q mean what you want it to mean. Mama, I love you. LD for life. Man, we, we lit. It's going up after this. Yes, sir. We Also, is that like 
sometimes people like don't appreciate your honesty when you're transparent with your intentions like you know mm. like if you're talking to a girl and you're like hey you know what like i'm real busy like i got my music thing i got my work thing i got my family like i'm really like just looking for like a partner type of thing sometimes like people will be offended by your honesty because they're used to people lying to them and it's like oh mm. you're just like looking for sex and it's just like Yes, but I just want to be honest with you about it then to, like, sell you a dream of something that you want, and then you be upset when that's not what it is, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. But uh, what I was saying before, though, is, like, I feel like we got to step out of our comfort zone and embrace healing because a lot of times we get in this headspace where, like, we know what we're doing isn't right, but we kind of do it anyways because we're, like, fuck it. And we kind of, like, lose our faith in the world and how people are moving. But personally, I feel like sometimes you have to be the one to lead by example, you know, like, you know, I've been I've been dogged, I've been cheated on before, but I didn't let that like rock me to the core because I'm just like I could be the one to be out here hurting people, but then the cycle continues. You know, so it's like allow me to like be the bigger man to be like, you know, I know that I've been hurt, but because I've been hurt, I don't want to put other people through this. So allow me to be the one that's going to be honest, and maybe this will like pioneer a new wave with like people actually being genuine with their intentions and like not hurting each other. You know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it helps you, too, to, like, analyze who you're dealing with before you start dealing with them, right? Like, yeah. you start picking partners differently, and you start seeing different, like, traits in people already that you're like, okay, this exactly. is, we can't get but, past this, you know? Yeah, I feel like the lesson is going to be tested, though. Like, to be honest, I had a little situation where, like, you know, I had, a, like, a friends with benefits type of situation, you know? And, like... We're cool with that. That's what it is. But I went to a show over the weekend, and when I popped up, I had seen her with another dude at the show, and I was mm. just like, I can't even trip. I know what it is. I'm just yeah. gonna, I'm gonna put my shit down. So, you know, <laughs> <laughs> like, do what I gotta you know? do. Yeah, mm. but like the thing is, that's kind of my test because, like, just speaking, like for men, like we're not always right. You know, like. Sometimes we do get possessive in our relations where that's why we get jealous if a girl's messing around with someone else because, like, I thought that was mine. But something I've learned from having sisters is, like, you don't own a human being. You can't, you can't, you know, that's some, like, old-fashioned shit where people are like, my wife is my property type of thing. No, it's mm -hmm. a new age. It's a new, new generation. So what we're trying to do is just, like, embrace everyone's right to do whatever they want with their body, you know? And it's, like... You know, if this girl wants to go around and have multiple partners, who am I the one to stop her? Because, to be honest, I should feel thankful that she's choosing me to be one of her partners, you know? So oh, I share this intimacy with her, you know? That's how. That's always how I looked at it. It's like, I don't, like, ask about body counts and shit, because I'm like, bruh. I don't want to know. <laughs> no, 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 like, I don't want to know. All I know is I'm just trying to be... The best. Like, I'm trying oh, to... Oh, God. That's how the leaderboard type you in. Yeah, that way but you know like but it's also kind of unfortunate like you know you talk to a girl and she'll be like my body counts like 18 but i never got a nut from a guy i'll be like that's crazy sorry. that shit sorry. is crazy because i'm gonna be big mad if i leave her house and i didn't get nut. like didn't get mine i'll be like yeah. we're never talking again like he <laughs> <laughs> said we're never seeking again no that's actually crazy because I, like, didn't understand the concept of, like, not getting, like, my nut off until, like, I actually went through the experience of not getting my nut off. And I was like, damn, girls live like this, bro. That shit's crazy. Because that shit made me mad. But I also had to be the bigger man because, like, like, 
<laughs> I don't want to put no business out there, but let's just say like this is not the place to be having sex. So I was like, damn, I got a dip. And um, she's like, yeah, sorry. And then I was like, damn, bro, no nut November starts. <laughs> <laughs> Shit hurt. But anyway, so, uh, just to know girls live like that as well, sorry. Yeah, but yeah. putting ourselves in the other person's shoes, like, understand, like, how guys will be like, man, girls be tripping. Why is she mad? Like, all this, where it's just like, yeah, if you didn't get your night either, I'd be upset. Why she cut me off? Because I can't even please her. Like, it, it makes sense when you think of it from the other perspective, because if you mess with a girl, she ain't doing it right, and you don't get yours, and you leave with the blue balls, you're going to be like... <laughs> Ghost, you blocked now. Dang, y'all ghosts. I just oh, be no. like, damn, I fucked up. That so that's yeah. why you need to have the conversation of how you need to get your nut off, so they know exactly. what to do to get your nut off. I might lick on the uh, to get well, their nut off, and you all are nutting together. Woo. Exactly. And that's when I feel like it's more of a spiritual experience when you're like messing around mm-hmm. with someone, and you're both like reaching that highest level of pleasure and like yeah. that plateau. Because when it's just one way or the other, like, bro, y'all know about the Kundalini, right? What's that? Right. Bro, there's like, it's a whole ancient practice of like how, like, through sex, you can like become like spiritually awakened. So it's like, yeah, so like, there's like a whole book. It's like an old Indian book where it has like thousands of positions and everything. And like, they view sex as an art, but it's also like a spiritual practice of like yeah. you're reaching like new levels within yourself. And you know, like yeah, I'm kind of like a psychedelic dude, so I kind of like to explore like that mindset of like where we can go with passion and where we can go with like intimacy. So yeah. for me, I'm like I'm all about like trying to like please my partner, but maybe that's why I've had more success with it than to just think one dimensional like I'm just gonna chase my nut and then get out of here. You know? Yeah. No, that's that's fire, bro. I've, I've never heard about that. But if uh, any beautiful ladies out there want to do the Kundalini with the kids, oh my god, Nick, shake my head. Right. <laughs> no, bro. I'm trying to get my shit awakened, Nick. Nigga, sleep. I feel, you. I feel you. This nigga try to be get an awakened devil fruity shit. Always one piece. Always one piece. Oh, wow. For sure, man. But no, I think it's like all about you know, like stepping out of our own perspective because you know we see the world from our own eyes and we think that's all that it is. But really, mm-hmm. we all make this world together. It's a collective. So like that's one thing I try to do is like anybody that I'm talking to, I try to like register how they feel about how I'm approaching them or like what I'm saying. And it's just like you got to kind of like empathize with how your partner feels, you know. Really? So it's just like. Yeah, I'm going to try to, like, treat this person how I would want to be treated on, like, the most basic answer, like, the Gandhi, treat others how you want to be treated. But it's just, like, understanding your partner and trying to put yourself in their headspace to be like, yeah, it wouldn't be cool if someone did that to me. Yeah, I shouldn't do that. Yeah. For real. Yeah. I fuck with you, bro. I fuck with you. Yes, sir. <laughs> I fuck with you, bro. You get it. on the radio. <laughs> you did. You did. Yeah, wow. Well, I guess you need to come
much for the things you thought you knew. I'm a new man, got a new name. I'm a new artist, I got a new yeah, whoa, yeah, whoa, yeah, whoa, yeah. I got a new yeah, whoa, yeah, whoa, yeah, whoa, yeah. I got a new. Let people know where they can find you. What are your socials? Anywhere we can right. find you. Sound so I'm, I'm going to tell you all my socials, and I'm going to tell you all the moves coming up and kind of shout out my team real quick. Yeah. So, like, it's gone from Much Love Worldwide on new radio. You can find me on Instagram at Polygon, P-A-U-L-Y-G-X-N-E. You can also find me on Gone by Gone on Instagram. That's going to be my merch shop. Also, No Masters Collective is my new uh, merch that I'm going to be dropping out in London with my homie Felix. Shout out Felix, the prophet. And also Much Love Worldwide. We're still doing our thing. I built that with my day one back in Orlando. So we're just kind of like trying to make this more of a charitable cause and like nice. express like empathy for people with mental health issues and kind of trying to be like positive mentors for people who are like missing a, like a parent, you know, because we all kind of grew up in like a single parent household. So trying to do our duty to like guide the youth you know because these days like i feel like we need positive role models but the upcoming moves i got some new music i'm gonna drop you can also find me on spotify under prod gone and also on youtube right now i'm not on spotify anymore because i just wanted to keep all my music on free platforms so people wouldn't have to pay to tap in yeah. but uh, you can download my discography on Bandcamp. i got some of my acoustic stuff on there too so i got some collabs coming up with seraph I got some collabs coming up with Fly Nonsense, uh, a couple different artists, but I'm gonna keep that in the vault. You know, me and JoJo mm-hmm. got some stuff too uh, on that Dick Juice. <laughs> <laughs> that Dick Juice, baby. Oh, also, you can't end that well, Dick Juice. Yeah. But uh, I'm, I'm traveling around hey. a little bit more, so a couple of big moves that I got coming up is. Uh, I'm going to be handling commission for a smoke shop in Orlando. They're called Recharge LLC. I'm going to be doing the artwork for their building. I'm also going to be shooting some more videos for my artist, Blind Nonsense, Arabro. And we're going to be um, kind of doing the PR rollout for his new album, Chrome, that's going to be dropping. But that's in the works. So, you know, yeah. I'm going to say heck about it. But shout out Ugaman. Shout out SB. Shout out Blind Nonsense. Shout out Hugs. Shout out Sarah, shout out Micah Inc., shout out Cooper Dome, 
Like, shout out everybody who's been rocking with me from the jump. Y'all gonna see this, and you already know we're on the radio. What's up? (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for coming. Glad you're here. We look forward to seeing everything you do, and we just wish you the best.